This is your wake up call. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother. We in the Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Amy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It is Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Back to the work week. This should be, well, this is, well, it is a short work week. We have Monday off for President's Day. How was your guys' weekend? I know you were out of the country. Yeah, I was out the country. Dropping the clues bombs for the beautiful country of Angola. You know, they have... Bounced back pretty well from uh, the, the hurricane. Mm-hmm. And that's my that's my happy place. One but, of my people sent me like, "Hey, your partner's over here in Anguilla." Why oh, I did you? see her. Um, Michelle. Michelle. Mm-hmm. Salute to Michelle. Michelle uh, got me a private chef on Sunday. You know I love free ninety nine. <laughs> okay, so I don't know what made her do that, but thank you, uh, uh, Michelle, for mm-hmm. that. I enjoyed those oxtails, <laughs> and they were the good kind of oxtails too, because they didn't just come out the next day. It might come out today, but they didn't oh come out today. They come out on Monday. Well, shout right. out to my girl, Michelle. My goodness. I know y'all saw Black Panther by now. Yeah, I yes, saw I it. Seen okay, it. just making sure. Sure did. Might have to revoke black cards if you ain't get to see Black Panther uh, the first weekend. Some but people still have a problem. It was, so, it was yeah, sold, sold out. out crazy. You can figure it out. Okay? No. It was you, made, you, can, you can figure it out. You even, can, even like, I seen it out in L.A. when I was in L.A. for All-Star and, and that whole week. And every everywhere that was a black community was sold out. I couldn't see it, so I had to drive all the way to the white side of town. And that's when I was able oh, to. Oh, don't act, like, don't act like white people not watching Black Panther now. I, I got seats there. Listen, I predicted uh, a while ago that Black Panther was going to do over a billion, and people was like, "Over a billion? I'm like, "Yeah," because you got all of these Marvel fans like myself, and then you got casual black people that was going to go see the movie as well, which is going to create this perfect storm that caused it to be the fourth or fifth largest opening ever for a movie. And I'm mad, I'm mad you didn't tell people to wait to the end end. That's what you should have told people. I well, guess. that's what happens when you're a Marvel rookie. Because cool. when you're a Marvel rookie, you don't realize that it's post credit scenes. It's, that's, that's been going on since 2008. So. Right. I didn't know <laughs> that. I went with a Marvel fanatic. And he like, tweeted out, you have to wait till yeah, the end. Yeah, because I was getting up. Like, oh people were getting up and leaving. He was like, where are you going? There's more. I'm like, God, the credits is going. That's bro. literally Let's every, get to the car fast. That's he was literally like, no, every Marvel there's movie. more. Then... We watched that, and, he's, and I said, all right, well, let's go now. He said, no, there's more after that. I was like, come on, That's guys. literally every Marvel yeah. movie since 2000. Not a Marvel fan. You had no idea? Well, I don't want to reveal who that was. But you had... You, they you had didn't... to explain it to me. Okay. They, they had to explain it to me. It was, they, it was a long time. They I, was don't like, wanna, I don't want to ruin the post-credit yeah, right. scene for you Yeah, you're right. Just, just stay to the end if you haven't seen it, or if you're going back to see it But you ain't going to know again. what's going on. Yeah, true, because I didn't know. He had to explain it. And, and All right, guys. He's going to be like, who is this people... colonizer? <laughs> <laughs> who is this one-armed colonizer? My goodness. Today is day six of my detox. How's it going? It's fine. How I'm... you smelling? I think I smell fine. I hope. I don't know. I can't really tell, but I haven't had any solid food in six days. Okay. So it's the sixth day of that detox. I do feel like very weak. Okay. And a little lightheaded and all of that. But all in all, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Shout out to everybody that came out to my uh, live show yesterday. We did the podcast at the Highline Ballroom. Sold out. It was dope. People were lined up since like 3.30, 4 o'clock. 
we had an amazing, amazing, amazing time. So shout out to everybody that came out and supported. A lot of people couldn't get in, so we, we're doing another show on the 15th, and I look forward to seeing April you guys 15th. again. Yeah, April 15th. But let's get uh, front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, we are going to talk about these anti-gun rallies and tell you what students have to say, say about all these school shootings, what should happen. Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back, and Gunplay will be joining us this morning, all right? Oh, wow. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Terrible segue. Yeah, Jesus right. Christ, y'all didn't think that went through. <laughs> hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the All-Star game over the weekend. Team LeBron beat Team uh, Curry 148-145. Did you guys see the game? Yeah, I watched it. No, I didn't have no cable out of the country. I think it was actually one of the best All-Star games I've ever seen. I love the way that they did the draft. I love the way that they played. It was a dope, dope game. They actually played defense. It was a do- I liked it. How would you like it, e? Oh, yeah, it was good. I thought I didn't know it was going to be so close. Because a lot of people thought LeBron's team was going to blow Steph Curry's team out. Uh, Steph was up about 13, yeah. I think, or 16 at one point, and they came back. It was definitely a good game. Well, I want to drop on the clues bombs for Fergie's voice. Uh, Fergie's voice. Oh, you saw that. Fergie's voice <laughs> took a knee during the national anthem, <laughs> and I thought that was very commendable of her to do that on that big stage. My and I favorite. watched the um, slam dunk contest and the three-point contest. So. What did you think about those? Um, the slam dunk wasn't as exciting. It was as, whack. Yeah. Slam dunk contest been whack for years. It was whack. Like, they need to get these kids off the street that be doing these backflips that you used to see off NBA jams with fire coming from their sneakers <laughs> and put them in there against the pros or whoever. Like, the pros is lame at this point. Right. Well, Victor Oladipo had on his Black Panther mask. He embarrassed Black Chad Panther. Bozeman he definitely him. let Wakanda down. Let Wakanda he let down. Wakanda down. Didn't even want to throw the X at him. They were tweeting out, what kind of dunk was that? <laughs> what kind of dunk was that? <laughs> now, let's talk about this shooting in Florida now. All right. Well, Emma Gonzalez, who was a senior at the Parkland, Florida school, gave a speech at the federal courthouse. This was in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, and she's asking for stricter gun control after the whole massacre. 17 people dead at the hands of at the guns of Nick Nicholas Cruz, and here is what she had to say. She's a senior at the high school. Politicians who sit in their gilded House and Senate seats funded by the NRA telling us nothing could have ever been done to prevent this. We call BS. They say that tougher gun laws do not decrease gun violence. We call BS. They say guns are just tools like knives and are as dangerous as cars. We call BS. They say that no laws could have been able to prevent the hundreds of senseless tragedies that have occurred. We call BS. All right. Now, in the meantime, the family that took in Nicholas Cruz did their only interview. And that that was with the South Florida Sun Sentinel. They did this interview on Saturday. Kimberly Steed, now the family, she's a nurse. They took him in about since in November after his adopted mother died from pneumonia. And here is what Kimberly Sneed had to say. Her son was actually friends with Nicholas Cruz, so that's why they thought they were doing a good deed by taking him in. It was at the um, police station when they were going past us, and I basically, I went after him. I really wanted to struggle, used to strangle him <laughs> more than anything, and I just, everything I wanted to say, I tried to reserve myself. I said, really, Nick? Really? You know, yelled at him. And he mumbled something, but I didn't hear it, and he said he, he said he was sorry. He said he was sorry. But... I didn't hear that. I was just furious and heartbroken. Still can't process it, what he's done, because this wasn't the person that we knew. Don't sound furious to me. That's how you sound when your kid steals the car. My God, Nicholas, I could strangle you right now. Really, Nick? Well, really? This, this she didn't really know him. She only knew him for, it seemed like, three months he was in the well, house. Well, yeah, their, right? son, was, their son was friends with him because that's the family that he was living with when this all happened. And they said he did bring those guns into the house, but they made him get a gun safe, so they had to, that locks, and the dad All had those the guns key. were in the house? 
The dad had the key, but they told him he couldn't have one. I guess somehow he managed to get into that gun safe. They said he needed permission to take out the guns. And they kind of said they felt like they thought they did what was right, trying to, to help out. And clearly... Things went left. They said he did seem depressed after his adopted mother died. Yeah, for all that. Y'all think that's normal that a 19-year-old kid of bring AR-15s in the house and you give him a key and a safe to lock that it up in? That is crazy. What kind of, what kind of household is that? Especially not my key. I don't know you, boy, and you got seven guns talking about I'm bringing all my guns in? What? First of all, I, I don't know what kind Take of household they grew up Take your guns and get the hell out this house. Okay. I can't bring. I couldn't bring a stolen Nintendo game in my house without my mama questioning me. Where you get that from, boy? Where you get that game? Where you get them new sneakers from, boy? But I can just bring a whole arsenal in the house and it's Seven all good. Guns? Here, here's a here's a safe, Nick. And where you and get the money? To lock it up because guns are expensive. Guns ain't cheap. Hell's wrong, man. Get the now, Donald Trump is at least a stack. Donald Trump, and you know he could have got it from his adopted parents after you know they both passed away. So maybe it was their guns, or I don't know if he. I know mm. the AR-15 he bought. But I don't know if all seven of them he bought. Now, Donald Trump tweeted out, very sad that the FBI missed all of the many signals sent out by the Florida school shooter. This is not acceptable. They are spending too much time trying to prove Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. There is no collusion. Get back to the basics and make us all proud. Master gaslighter Donald Trump is. Master gaslighter. Like, really? Like, that is like the ultimate deflection. One don't got nothing to do with the other. Not at all. Like, like one don't got nothing to do with the other, but he's a master gaslighter. Talk about minimizing the actual problems. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Okay. All right. That's front page news. Now get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or if you want to spread some positivity, 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? What's good, man? It's Tris from Massachusetts. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, basically, I just want to talk about the fact about this Florida stuff, man. Like, I'm from Massachusetts. I lived in Florida last year, and I went to a gun shop, and they literally told me I could buy a machine gun and walk out with it that day. It's just crazy. Like, there's no need for it. But not a machine gun, probably an AR-15. But, yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's very crazy that they allow people to have those type of weapons. Yeah. Why you ain't buy it? I bought a handgun, actually. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. They got yeah, the drum now. They got the drum gun. now. You can turn the handguns into automatic weapons. You can make the nine an automatic weapon. Like exactly. The, the nine is going to take the spring out. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Brennan. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Yeah, uh, I just I just think it's weird that last week um, when I called or when I was listening to the radio, you know, you were over here talking about how, you know, you have a lot of guns and everything, and I'm, I respect that because I'm a heavy gun owner. Mm-hmm. But uh, you said you had an AR-15 as well as some semi-automatic weapons, mm-hmm. and you think those should be banned. Yeah, I think I think uh, AR-15 should be banned. The reason I have one is because I got to protect my house for people that do have them. So I got to I have to have mine until they ban them. But there's no reason that you should be able to shoot 45 rounds per minute. They, that's that's not an option. They, they, there's no reason why you need that. I don't care if you're shooting ducks. Do you need that to you protect your bears. family? I don't know who's coming in my house. If, <laughs> All right. If they're allowed uh, to have an AR-15, I, I got to have what one. What I don't understand is that you also said semi-automatic weapons, right? Mm-hmm. So okay, a semi-automatic weapon. Do you? You're an avid gun owner. Do you? Do you own a Glock? 
Uh, yeah, I have a Glock and an HK. A Glock is a semi-automatic weapon. Right, but a, a Glock is not going to shoot 45 rounds per minute. In, That's in, what you got the AR-15 for. In the state of New Jersey, you can only have, a, I believe it's a nine uh, bullets in your Listen, in your, in I'm going to never, never sit here and tell y'all that I'm anti-gun. I, I definitely believe in my right to bear arms, but I do feel like we need stricter gun laws. What about you think an AR-15? You should be allowed to have an AR-15? I should be able to buy whatever the bad guys can buy. <laughs> That's my whole thing. But until they so, ban them, I, I won't with the bad so, guys. That's what but, I'm saying. But I don't think anybody should... I don't, I think you shouldn't be able to have an AR-15. But, I think but me, right now, while the bad guys can have one, I'm going to have and one. I, and I feel like everybody should get psychologically tested every couple years, too, just to make sure you're still capable of freaking uh, of being responsible with said weapon. And I think they should check your whole digital footprint to see the kind of things that you're posting. Are you posting? Because he was posting. Nicholas Cruz was posting crazy things, talking about killing people and all of that. They should check everything. Yeah, right? but then you got to know what you're talking about, too, though, because I don't want you to go on my timeline and see me put just shot the club up at 2 in the morning. You know what I mean? And not yeah. go to slang. But not if you're, to, if you're threatening okay. to kill and shoot people and saying, I'm going to kill all these people and I'm going to shoot up the school. And we might, and we might tweet out, just call a body after a mix. You know what I'm saying? Well, so then after, you shouldn't after, tweet. Well, then you might not be able to get a gun. <laughs> you know That's all. <laughs> but I do feel like you, you should know. be... I, oh I do goodness. feel like it should be checking all of that. Your psychological profile, your digital footprint, everything. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Queen God, DJ Envy. This Fred from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, chucking in with you. Fred, All what's right. up, man? What's, what's up, up my friend? Good morning. I have a couple things, y'all. Please just bear with me. This has been on my uh -oh. heart all week. Okay. First of all, I want to give honor to God. Uh, for seeing another week. Yes, okay, sir. Now that we got that out the way. Yes, sir. Uh, my Breakfast Club family, I thought that y'all would have checked this in, but y'all didn't, so I'm going to do it for you. Last week, Wednesday, y'all friend Trav called up there and had a comment about Mrs. Carter. Now, Trav, first of all, you are a queen who got cheated on by a Hispanic brother. Mrs. Carter is a legendary mega superstar. So, don't you ever... Put Mrs. Carter's name in your mouth again. I won't try to let Trav know that I said that. What did, Trav, what did Trav say about B. her? What did Trav say about B? Trav, he compared himself to B, talking about he ain't going to stick around and get cheated on like Beyonce. Don't you ever talk about Beyonce <laughs> like that. Okay, Fred. I mean, yeah, Fred. What Trav right. saying he would leave, and then he <laughs> yeah, left in his relationship. No, okay. no. I'm sorry. And the next time he want to think about putting her name in his mouth, wow. before he do that, I need him to put his knee pad on, drop to his knees, and put something in his mouth, goddammit. Oh, my God. Don't threaten Trav with a good time. Trav right. got beef <laughs> Don't in these streets. Don't you threaten Trav with a good time, Goodness okay? Goodness gracious. Where's Trav when you need him? Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Amber. Amber, get it off your chest. Good morning. Good morning. Get it off your chest. I'm just blessed to still be alive, see another day, but I'm upset about these Michigan roads, all these potholes. Mm. There's a lot of potholes in Brooklyn, too. I'm not going to lie. Like, when I drive to work now in the morning, I have to know I can't get in the lane I need to be in until I pass a certain exactly. light. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The right lane is the worst. Yep, that's the right lane yes. over here, too. Yes, my cousin has, she didn't got her car fixed twice because of potholes. And then at night, they're harder to see. Mm-hmm. I think you could go online and report where they are and they're supposed to fix them. If something happens to your tire or anything, it's a long process, but they're supposed to pay for They've it. They've been saying that for years. Yeah, it's a long process. You might be waiting years to get the money. It. You know anybody got money from there? I know one person. <laughs> nope. I know one person who did it and got a little bit of money. It wasn't even enough. Thank you, Mama. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now.
Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to talk about Black Panther. Let's talk about the money that he made over the weekend. Also, we'll talk about Black China. And let's discuss the, these two sex tapes that came out yesterday. That's just a distraction from Pro. They use Black China to distract us from Black Panther. Stay woke, y'all. Black Panther and Black China this morning. My goodness. All that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Black Panther. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Black Panther, let's talk the numbers. So it was a long weekend. So from Friday to Sunday, over the actual weekend, the movie earned. $201.8 million, but for the Friday through Monday holiday, it earned $235 million, which makes it the biggest February opening weekend ever. Previously, that record was held by Deadpool, which made $132 million over Friday to Sunday and $152 million from Friday to Monday for President's Day weekend. It's also the biggest non-sequel opening weekend, unless you count the Avengers as a non-sequel, which people, most people do not. So congratulations to them. Here is Michael B. Jordan talking about Black Panther and the success. 218. Woo! See what happens when we support each other? Ain't nothing we can't do. You show up, you show out, you see what happens. It's crazy. It's just the beginning, though. I don't want to be a prisoner at the moment, but I think this is uh, probably the best Marvel movie ever. Definitely my favorite because I, I was gonna ask you that too. I realized I love Marvel movies, but I don't really purposely rewatch them. Like if it's on TV, I watch, but I don't seek it out. But I've seen Black Panther twice already in the theater, and I'm going to see it tonight or, or tomorrow again. Now, as a Marvel fanatic, right? Did it match the comic, or did it not? Because oh, yeah, I'm not, absolutely. I mean, okay. it's, it's little things like you know, like Killmonger is from Harlem in the comic books, mm-hmm. and not not Oakland or like. Shuri and the mom of his step stepsister and stepmom. Like, little things. But mm-hmm. it was pr- pretty much right, on, right. right on par. Well, it's also mm-hmm. the biggest opening weekend ever for any movie that is not directed by a white guy. And the biggest grossing movie in North America directed by a black filmmaker. So congratulations to the whole team. Yo, drop one of Clues bombs for Ryan Coogler, man. Ryan Coogler is the one. As long as Ryan Coogler don't try to buy NBC, he's going to be all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's my guy. Salute to Ryan Coogler. All right, man. well, let's go from Black Panther to Black China. Do we Black have to? China's sex tape has dropped, and it doesn't look like she has anything to do with it. We're not sure who the guy <laughs> is. I you could say it looked like she didn't have any energy. Look ahead. In the in the sex tape, but her attorney, Lisa Bloom, tweeted out revenge porn, posting explicit images without the mm-hmm. consent of everyone in those images is a crime, a civil wrong, and a form of domestic abuse. It's also a way to try to slut-shame women for being sexual. Girls have killed themselves over revenge porn. It's not a joke. So in the video, there's one where she's performing oral sex, mm-hmm. and then... There's another video where it appears to be Black China having sex with someone. I haven't seen a sex tape. You know why? Because I don't want to. That's not a draw for me, a Black China sex tape. Like, why would I run to my phone to watch that? Especially in, during Black History Month, the weekend of Black Panther. Cointelpro and the CIA are trying to use Black China to distract us from Black Panthers. Stay woke. Well, we'll okay. see what happens, because you cannot release a sex tape without both persons' consent. So... I'm Did they release sure. a tape or is it just online or is it just on, you know, your your Instagram and Twitter? Well, you can't put that out, period. You can't put out those I mean, you're not supposed images. to, but if it's on a you can porn get site and people who you post need it, right? if it's anywhere, you can't mm. just do that. You can't just put out those images who or videos cares? of anywhere. Black China. Jesus Christ. 
Christ. Well, you mean who cares about somebody putting out a sex tape of you? No, who cares about a black child's sex tape? Like, y'all just as weird as the guy who put it out for running to watch it. All the millions of people who are yeah, tweeting about it. Yeah, they're all weekend. idiots. All crazy. All of these things going on in the world, you run to watch a black China sex tape? She's a And mom. then complain about it not being good? She's a mom and she's hurt. <laughs> she doesn't want that out there so her kids can see things like that, sir. Right, no. and she was out with Amber Rose yesterday, so she's trying to act hashtag unbothered. All right, Jamil Hill had to defend... Her, her good friend and co-host, Michael Smith, now a former co-host. Now, Jamie Foxx was doing an interview with Michael Smith on Friday night at the All-Star Celebrity Game, and he actually took off his mic and everything and walked out of the interview. Here's what happened. And I know you prepared because and I, I saw pictures. Did you and Katie Holmes play basketball for Valentine's Day? Like some real loving basketball game? Are we losing? He just took his mic he off and walked away. He took his mic off. They had to take the actual wire part off and unclip him and everything, and he just walked off. You know how you know he was bothered? Because, you know, I remember when he came here some years oh, ago. Boy. He's never been back since, by the way. And Envy said to him, yo, is it true <laughs> that you play butt-naked basketball with other men? He didn't walk out then, but he just, like, started shaking his leg. He's like, ain't no punchline? You're just going <laughs> to give me that? I feel like you guys said something about Katie Holmes, too. Oh, he didn't say nothing about Katie Holmes. All right. I said something about him having a bunch of headlines like snapbacks. If you walk in his house, he probably got a bunch of headlines on his wall that like lined up. The man like never came back. Leave him alone, man. He ain't coming yeah. back. He ain't coming back. He's definitely never. not. Yeah. All right. Well, here's what Jamil Hill had to say about Jamie Foxx walking out. I thought he unnecessarily I'm made Mike look bad. I thought it was kind of bizarre why he acted that way. Like I thought it was pretty public. Yeah. And that everybody knew it. Exactly. Everybody knew it. Would you have asked the same questions? Yeah, I would have never known not to. It was just a joke. It wasn't actually about getting on. Yeah. Well, I wonder if the publicist told Michael Smith not to ask those kind of questions. Because, you know, you get that. that you get the true, publicist yeah. be like, yo, don't ask him that. And we tell him, kiss our ass. And, and we... I guess people felt like it was public because they've been out and about together. They were at Clive Davis's uh, dinner. It wasn't even a nasty question. They were at the gym together. It was a little jokey joke. Right. It wasn't mad at it. Maybe he just ain't want to get caught joke. up in those questions during Black History Month. Don't ask me about no white women I'm with during Black History well, Month. Well, he said that he can't date white women until March. Well, I always First. say you can't sleep with white women after Labor Day. But All right, Tony Braxton to and Birdman, what? by the way, are officially engaged. Now, when Tony Braxton was on with Angie Martinez and was asked about their engagement, here's what she said. You're claiming each other, right? Because you're on carpets together. Well, you're in a relationship. Tamar just told, told the world that we're married and we elope. Boom. She calls him your brother-in-law. She does. She calls him Bill. Is it because you're married and he's her brother-in-law? We are not married. Okay. I promise you. If I was married, I would... Well, maybe I wouldn't be so explosive about it, but I wouldn't deny it. But we would know. I wouldn't say I'm not married if someone asked me. Right, right, right. I'm not married. All right. Well, guess they are engaged now. Here is okay. the trailer for the new season of Braxton Family Values. I have an announcement to make. I'm engaged! <laughs> but as one marriage is about to begin, another continues to fall apart. Did you see TMZ? Mommy done told everything. I said what I needed to say. It's kind of just pissed me off all the way. And is this family truly ready for what's coming their way? This lawsuit can tear the family apart forever. That sounds like a Marvel movie right there. <laughs> yeah, how much does the concern colonizer make when he does those voiceovers? I don't know. When one marriage is over, one marriage is coming together. Oh, my goodness. Concerned yeah. colonizer voice. <laughs> my goodness. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to be talking about the shooter, Nicholas Cruz, in Parkland, Florida. Find out what the family who we were staying with had to say about him living under their roof. Find out what the family had to say about Nicholas Cruz living under the roof next. There you go, in the Breakfast Club. Stop.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Let's talk some sad news. The shooting in Florida. Yes, we are going to talk about the family that took in Nicholas Cruz. They said that he was lonely and depressed and a bit odd, but they didn't see any warning signs that he would kill 17 people at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Now, they had been having him under their roof since last November when his adopted mother died. And he was friends with their son, so that's why they took him in. They said they enrolled him in adult education classes. They helped him get a job at a local Dollar Tree store. And they said he did seem depressed, but not like he would do anything this crazy. Here is what Kimberly Sneed had to say. It was at the um, police station when they were going past us. And I basically, I went after him. I really wanted to struggle, used to strangle him more than anything. And I just, everything I wanted to say, I tried to reserve myself. I said, really, Nick? Really, you know, yelled at him. And he mumbled something, but I didn't hear it. And he said he, he said he was sorry. He said he was sorry. But... I didn't hear that. I was just furious and heartbroken. Still can't process it, what he's done, because this wasn't the person that we knew. That's how you sound when your kid steals the car. My God, Nicholas, I could strangle you right now. now really, this, Nick? Really? She didn't really know him like that. This, this guy Sneed just killed family, 17 people, man. That's the best you can come up with? The Sneed family allowed him to bring his firearms into the house, but they made him buy a locking gun safe. <laughs> Why, and people? The dad, James Sneed, thought he had the only key to the safe, but now he says that somehow, I guess, he must have had one. Also, and Why got access people? to the locking gun safe. White people are different, man, because growing up, I couldn't bring nobody in the house my parents <laughs> didn't know. All right, they would get interrogated, and if my parents didn't know that person, or uh, didn't like th- that person's people, they'd be like, hey, don't bring that Jenkins boy back over here. Okay, you couldn't bring no strange pet in the house. I couldn't nope. bring no Nintendo game nothing. that wasn't mine in the house. There wasn't nothing coming in my parents' house that they didn't know about. They wanted to know where I got it from. So imagine bringing a whole arsenal. Seven guns, eight guns? I got all the guns to you I got caught with coming in the house, and my parents <laughs> ain't going to say nothing. They're going to give me a lock and a key. Oh my Are you serious? Come all right, on, well, let's talk about the students, the survivors of that mass shooting. And they had uh, thousands of people gathering in support of stricter gun laws. Emma Gonzalez, who was a, sen- who was a senior at the Parkland, Florida School, actually gave a speech at the federal courthouse in Fort Lauderdale and she wants more gun control. Here is what she had to say. Politicians who sit in their gilded house and senate seats funded by the NRA telling us nothing could have ever been done to prevent this. We call BS. They say that tougher gun laws do not decrease gun violence. We call BS. They say guns are just tools like knives and are as dangerous as cars. We call BS. They say that no laws could have been able to prevent the hundreds of senseless tragedies that have occurred. We call BS! I'm never going to act like I'm anti-gun. I'm all for my right to bear arms, but I do believe that we need stricter gun laws in America. All right, well, Donald Trump tweeted out, very sad that the FBI missed all of the many signals sent out by the Florida school shooter. This is not acceptable. They are spending too much time trying to prove Russian collusion Mm-mm. with the Trump campaign. There is no collusion. Get back to the basics and make us all proud. Master gaslighter Donald Trump is. That's just a deflection. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't put out the Black China sex tape. He hasn't addressed what? anything about these gun laws. All right. All right. Well, well that's for There's not going to be gun laws. The reason there's not going to be gun laws is because I really feel like the government looks at these shootings as just collateral damage for the right to bear arms. And as long as the NRA is happy, they don't care. My goodness. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back from Love and Hip Hop Miami, 
a rapper by the name of Gunplay. We're going to kick it with Gunplay. You have when to we change come back. his name to Funplay or something. Yeah, yeah, terrible yeah, segue. Hey, I, I, I couldn't. I don't know his real name. I don't think anybody else knows. Well, the guy with the big dreads from Love and Hip Hop Miami, we'll say his name well, after this. Maybe he's he, he respects his Second Amendment rights, okay? There you go. That's we'll why talk. he calls himself Gunplay. We'll talk to him when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, this guy used to be a part of the show. He's still a part of the show. What, what you mean? He used to. He used to call all the time. A little high. He used to send uh, <laughs> Little uh, positive notes. I still talk to my partner. <laughs> you know When's the last time we got a positive note from this brother? Oh man, it's like been a three while, years? man. You see my voice, you know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, Gunplay. Gunplay, what's, what's, what's happening? What's up, right? Now, a lot of what made you want to do Love and Hip Hop Miami? Um, cause I can't sell no, I couldn't sell no music. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. I was like tired. Of, I, I'm there, tired man. of the. <laughs> I said, you know what, man? Let's just go get some TV money then. Did, you they, think, did you put in your contact they got to play your music on the show and everything? Um, Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, yeah. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. And your girlfriend <laughs> is on there, Kiara. Yeah, Kiara Stizzle. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> you guys have some very interesting scenes. Yeah. I actually just saw Tip Drill yesterday. Oh, yeah. Tip Drill. So make sure you watch a girl around her, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at the homie Tip Drill, man. Tip Drill's a good person. Shout out to Tip Drill. Yeah, I've known her forever, man. She's super cool with it, man. Yeah, because you used to script in Miami, right? Yeah, she do a thing, and um, she had an unfortunate incident when she fell. She fell, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. the city, the city, right, supported her really and rooting for her. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you know, with her music and stuff like that. Now you mentioned not being able to sell no music. I don't think that's no fault of your own. I just don't think you ever got the proper push from any label. Nah, nah. Literally, if I put something out, Def Jam pulled it. Why would they do that? Cause they, I mean, yeah, the case at that time, I know they would they wouldn't support during the case, right? Is that true? I got my advance like right before the, I was on the run when I got my advance. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So you know, um, that money was gone, man. In eight days. Lawyer, legal fees, bail, my mama. You know what I mean? Because I know I wasn't coming back home, so I just make sure they have you know send a little something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I left myself with like eighty eight hundred dollars, and I went. Fishing and I went um, boar hunting. Boar hunting. I went um, <laughs> what's the the Six Flags. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, it, man, you know. Why, why do you think it, your music was so hard to, to work? Why, why do you think it wasn't connecting? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know what they're doing up there in that building, but it wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? It won't it won't benefit me. I put music out and they go go to pulling my and all type of all the weirdo. You know? Do you no. think you you relied too much on the label because you were screaming? No, 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 no. Like, I will put the music out for free. You know what I'm saying? I could hustle it. I could put it out there. I could promote it. But it ain't making me no paper. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah, all. Yeah. Like, none. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... But you could perform some songs if they, you know... I could perform, and, and but, I mean, you know what I'm show saying? Money. Show money is cool, but it ain't like record sales, right. streams, downloads. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, it was it was real buzzard, man. So I had to um, address the situation, and um, and they released me. Ooh, they finally so released they just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, you, did they? Did you owe them anything, or was it just a? No, nah, no, nah, I went in there and knocked pictures off the wall. I, no, I, I, did no, you really? no, 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 no. <laughs> With your reputation, I believe. You. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, but for real, I was. You know what I'm saying? But when I got in there, it was already done. It was like, yeah, you already, you, you already releasing all. That. I was like, okay. You know, well, what, what is Raw stand in all of this? Um, he he helped get it. Happen, make it happen too yeah, because yeah, yeah. I called him one day and I was like, Fat boy, they playing too a little too much now. Big, you're going too far. Big, you can't pull my music there, man. Bluntly, mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, saying Ross said, Man, you know, it's time, it's time to uh, move forward and and find some a new home. Do you, you know? feel like Ross now? Ross is your friend, we all know that that's your brother, right? But do you feel like he could have did more on the business end, standing beside you, 
setting you up right. Because I feel like he set you up right when you had you on the, uh, uh, that's all on me now. As you can see now, you bodied that song. What was that, Full Circle? What was that song? Um, I can't remember. Something Circle. Winner Circle. Winner Circle. Circle. Winner Circle. He, you know, he, he he has his own sh- going on. You know what I'm saying? So so I take that 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 small percentage of mm-hmm. of shine of light and and I and I turn it into something. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really need nobody to hold my hand doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm my own man too. And, and and we came up together. You know, building Maybach. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to really sit there and and have to you know depend on him for anything like that. But. Um, he got he got a lot going on, you know what I mean? I don't expect nothing like that, you know, to be holding my hand and arm around me all the time. And no, nah, I'm good. I got my own, you know, I'm hard to market too, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, how you going to market me? I can, come on, I can, I can market myself. You are, I feel you like you're, you're very marketable. You see what's out here? Like, As you can see, they never marketed me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They, you know, they put me in some weird clothes. And I ain't with all that. You know what I'm saying? Did they approach you about loving hip hop, or did you approach them? Um, no, they approached me. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Madi and um, and Felicia Monet down in Miami. They, yeah, Felicia Monet. They called me one day, and I went to meet up with them. They were doing loving hip hop Miami, and I said, if a nickel bag gets sold in the park, I want in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's one thing I do like about loving hip hop Miami. They seem to have gotten some real authentic Miami. Oh, yeah, 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 it's just pretty you're cool, on it, Daddy's on it, Trina's on it, yeah. Steph LaCour. We, we had Bobby Lights up here. Yeah, Bobby Lights was yeah, just up so here. So, that's what's so, up, yeah, man. We, uh, it did some real good numbers the first the first day, too. Now, you have a very interesting storyline, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take, take you through there, man. You are at the strip club. You run into Tip Drill, and she is definitely not respectful of the fact that you're in a relationship. So you have to go back and tell Kiara, listen, this is what happened. What happened? Oh, you smashed Tip Drill? Um, that's old news, though. Okay. That's old, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, cause I'm 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 transparent with my girls. You know, what I'm saying I'm an open book with her. And it's gonna be on TV anyway. So. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I might as well confess now. You know what I mean? I say, look, man, she tried to grab my Johnson, man. Hey, look, you know, she tried to me too, you. Uh, <laughs> 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 what is that? That's sexual assault. Me she can't be grabbing your meat without consent. <laughs> you bugging now, but you know, um. I just I just let her know and you know what I'm saying just just being you know I'm trying something different man I'm trying to you know be honest yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I'm trying. trying something different being honest yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> my woman. trying not to be a piece of shit all the time <laughs> then she goes to the strip club to confront Tip Drill and turns out Tip Drill wants Kiara I, you know, that right wow. there caught me way left I mm-hmm. thought I was like okay I'm gonna see a good fight being you know honest, what I'm saying I'm like ooh it's gonna be a good you one too red the, you can't let the fight though yeah. I mean, he said, yeah. You said, yeah, you wouldn't want your girl fighting. I mean, you know, but if it comes down to it, she ain't no, you know, she she gonna, she gonna wall her now. Oh, my God. Tip gonna wall her, and, it's, and you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna look good, I but don't I don't know what happened. Tip Drill hollered at wifey. Yeah, man, I don't know what she... Tip Drill took that wifey? She wants some the fur, man. I don't know what she's doing. Yeah, it's crazy. And trying to leave me out, and how dare you, man. Oh, so they did hook up? Hey, watch the show, man. I'm gonna play. A lot of people don't know you have a past as a pimp. Yeah, see, you could have. I, I, I wanted to address that too, because I really wasn't a pimp. Mm-hmm. A pimp eats, sleeps, and ish. Pimp ish. You know what I'm Brandy. saying? You know, all my life I, I'm a hustler. Mm-hmm. So at the time, um, you know, dope game was kind of dried up, and for a second, so. 
you know, I just sold some hoes. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't sitting there, hey, baby, I'll change your life. And I, nah, man, go get it. And you, you got your room. Okay, did you do your post? You posted. All right, your back page, you ready? All right, all right, send the money. Woo, woo. I wasn't sitting there running game and nothing like that. Yeah. Needed some guidance, you know what I'm saying, with a little bit of violence, you know? And... Then, and then a little bit of guidance with some violence. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, to protect so, the women. Sometimes you got to be hand on, man. Hands on. Lord have mercy, Gunplay. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeehaw, you don't know what you're talking about. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, we got more with Gunplay when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have gunplay in the building. Charlemagne, do you miss cocaine? Of course I miss cocaine. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. I was like, damn. No, man. No, I don't think this is over, man. It's, I'm, I'm so far from there right now, man. Did you just cut it off cold turkey? I remember like, you did this like a few years ago, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cold turkey. I had relapsed a little bit um, last year. Mm-hmm. I relapsed. Uh, I relapsed a, a, quite a few times, you know what I'm saying, uh, last year. What made you relapse? Um, <clears throat> actually, I was. I had to do a mixtape with Mozzie on the West Coast, and I was out, at, out there in L.A., and I had to do a solo project, and I had like three days to do it. So it was like 27 records I had to you turn had to stay in. awake. So, I, you know what I'm saying, I did my thug this. Uh, I, I did the cheat code, boy, and I got them songs done and put them things out. And then after that, I came home, I was like, and I went back to the studio. I was like, man, I wrote so fast. Bring some more. I could write do it again. And next thing you know, boy, here you go. Why you didn't take some ambience? Next thing you know, I was, I was fist pumping in, in space. You know what I'm saying? The club space. How many near-death experiences you think you've had, Gunplay? How many times can you sit back and think in your life, damn, I'm supposed to be there? I was, yeah, I was, man, probably like a good, a good two, three times. It was like, it was, it, it was over. You know what I'm saying? I was in the car. And it, just, it got shot the hell up. It was all type of, I don't know how I ain't get hit. I don't, we was 3D, too. We didn't see it coming, but it was just like Pulp Fiction. Remember when it yeah, came out? Yeah, like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. It was like, oh, you know, it was like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, anybody get hit? No, no, ain't nobody get hit. Me, Torch, and Young Breed was in my bourbon, and my partner seen somebody, you know what I'm saying, trying to, trying to you know, pull a move. So he up, and they started going at it, bum, 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 shooting at each other, and they were shooting at my car, too. And I'm like, oh, blink, 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 blink. I got like eight bullet holes in my car. In Miami? In Miami. And nobody got hit. I was like, how is this? You know? And then another time. Ain't God for bad aim, boy. For real, bro. Then another time I was um, I was on probation. And I was smoking that K2 stuff. And it, Why was you smoking K2 gunplay? <laughs> because it's like. It looks like a terrible. No, nah, but see. But see, it's, it's like this. Y'all get it twisted. You got you got some. You got. Of stuff that's 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 real potent. Mm-hmm. You got medium and you got low grade. And I know an Arab that had the, the flavors, so I just mixed it up and woo woo. One day he didn't have none. I caught from somebody else, and I went home and I rolled a joint and and I hit it one time, one time mm-hmm. lit it, hit it, and I start feeling like I'm like, boy, that thing hit fast. Like I'm high already. Let me put it out. And the high just kept going and intensifying <laughs> and intensifying. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mike's girlfriend, I say, yo, call the ambulance. It's going down. I'm like, oh. And then I fell. And then I'm throwing up blood. And oh, then police came God. in there. And then I rushed them. And then they put me on the on stretcher, on the gurney, in the, in the ambulance. And we 
headed to the hospital and, and I was handcuffed to the gurney and I still got a, that, that scar right there from the handcuff. Yeah. I broke the gurney. Oh my God. And I broke the gurney, like broke it, broke it. They had to pull the ambulance over and come in the ambulance and kind of like restrain me again, throw a towel over my face and like, cause I was spitting and mouth bleeding and just, it was, yeah, yeah. And then I woke up like, like two days later, they put me in a drug induced coma. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So I woke up with tubes in my throat, my, 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 in, in, in my wee wee man, and in my nose. And I was just tubed up. You know what I'm saying? And and then after they pulled everything out, uh, all the all the uh, tubes and stuff, and it was like, you know, I just had to just chill in the hospital for like two more days. And you know, they just they said, you know, you almost had like a brain aneurysm or something. They said, yeah, when you yeah, people yeah. like they too, they don't come back. Yeah, it felt like it felt like something. I was pulling my head to the ground like this. And, and it felt like literally somebody, and I hit, and I hit the ground, and I'm like, I'm calling, I'm telling my, my at the time, telling my girl, I'm like, man, she, she's all calm. She's like, don't worry about it, just, just, just ride it out. I'm like, yo, this ain't no ride house, man. I'm gonna die, man. You know, and it was real, it was real bad. Damn. No more K two after that, right? Oh no, no, no. I said, you know what? Let me just, let me just be sober as a judge. You know, safer. When was the other time? Um, when was the other time? When was the other time? Uh, said the car got the shot. The car up. got shot. K two, me, Fat Boy, and Peanut. God bless the dead. Me, Fat Boy, and Peanut, and and uh, we was driving to Fort Myers. We did a show for two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Yeah, Peanut, he didn't want to drive home. He was like, he was like, yo, nut, drive. He was like, he was like, man, I'm tired, man. We're like, man, all that tired. What well, you ain't perform? Drive. <clears throat> he like, bro, I'm telling you, I'm drunk and I'm tired, man. And I'm telling you, and we like, boy, drive. So he driving, we driving. I'm I'm dozing off a little bit, and I, I kind of like, you know, the brrr on yeah. the side of the road. I hear that, so I'm up. I, I'm sitting behind Peanut. I'm uh. like, I'm like, nut, nut, and he. I'm like, yo, the cars. I'm like, nut, Peanut. And by the time he wake up, why is somebody on the side of the road sleeping in the car? Right where we go off the road at. They yeah. in the car, all the way in the cut, tucked. Yeah. And he get off the road, and then when he look up, the car, back of the car is right there. Like, the left back of the car. So he, he yoked it. Mom, when he yoked it, it was an Escalade. So the whole truck went... And y'all started flipping. Flipping. And um, so we flipping, and we end up in the median, upside down. Mm -hmm. And all you're hearing is... I think this is the wheels or something. The sun sound like you think it's about to blow up. That's it. <laughs> but so peanut, peanut, he 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 wiggled his way out. I wiggled my way out. Uh, we had um, uh, one of our homegirls, Ashley. She wiggled her way out. Then you got my Ross. I was like this. Ross was in there. Then, then all I hear is good play. Oh, that was big Ross. <laughs> Ross wasn't wiggling his way nah, out. No, it wasn't happening. <laughs> and I'm looking. I'm thinking he behind us too. I look. Oh no. Oh my god. I said, you know what? I say, look. When I say I love my brother. And I'll kill and die for my brothers, yeah. for real. And I heard that noise, and I said, yo, you know, just let me run back and hurry up and let me, because his window was smashed. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So he, he was, it was like this big. He had to, like, I wanted to get some butter and put it around and slide his ass out. But I grabbed him and pulling him, pulling him. He's pushing and pulling, and the thing's going 
and more stuff is doing stuff. And I'm like, I just put my head like this just in case. Come on, fat boy. Go out. Just, just in case it blow up. At least I'll have this side. Oh, you <laughs> you going to blow up? Oh, yeah, word, I thought word, the clouds going to blow. So I'm putting my face like that. Come on, fat boy. Come on. And we, we you know, I got him out of there. And uh, it was crazy. Then then the police came and took him to jail. <laughs> took fat boy to jail? Took Ron to jail? Why? Yeah, driving drunk. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. Ron no. wasn't driving until Peanut was driving. I, I think Fat Boy had a, a, a warrant or something. Uh, yeah, oh, some damn. old buzzard ass warrant. Damn it. They took it to jail. Like, See, y'all should tell, listen to Peanut when he's driving. I mean, the police, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, poli- the police, like, uh, like, who's driving? Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> it was crickets. And, and Fat Boy, like, man, Peanut, man, what you doing, man? Mm-mm. Ain't nobody driving, man. So somebody <laughs> got to go to jail, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, uh, yeah, man, they took Fat Boy to jail. You, you said your car got shot up, and I remember Ross had got shot at one time. Why Why was they trying to take y'all out? When you on top, that's what they, you know, that's what it is. Even in some place like Miami where they, y'all got love and y'all do so much for the city and yeah. y'all from there. You know, Miami, Miami cutthroat, though. You know what I'm saying? We It's a whole different situation down there, you know. Um... You know, you got people that just, you know, they just, they just buzzard, man. They just do what they, you know, they can't be us. They can't knock down our women. They can't uh, uh, drive our cars. They can't come to our houses. You can barely come in the shows. You know what I'm saying? We ain't doing records with you. So, you mad. You little mad or big mad? <laughs> Let me know. So what changed? Because y'all just been, y'all been continuing to grow. So Of course. Um, nothing changed. Just the tax bracket. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. it, man. We just, you know, we just trying to take it there, man. You know, Ross got all kind of behind the scenes stuff going on, man. That's real lucrative for him. And, you know, now it's time for really, for me uh, personally, to really, really get back to the music and, and, and be an asset rather than a liability to Maybach music. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I've been a liability for a long time. Um, a lot of, a lot of, you know, and it's just not cool, man. You know what I mean? So, this year, I really want to at least, you know, give back to my label. You know what I'm saying, the Ross, and and um, and bring some money back to the uh, to the to the to the camp to the label. Have you ever done bath salt, bath salts? Hell no, I'm bath salts. No. Nah, I don't do no bath salts, man. All right, you do? No, <laughs> you offered it uh, to me one time. The only thing I ever did was coke. And I smoked it with some weed. Uh, isn't that the best smelling thing? It you was. smell like candy, man. I'll probably I do it again by accident. Shout my. out to TWD, y'all. Uh. <laughs> my goodness. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you can check them on Love and Hip Hop Miami. Cheap Thrills out now featuring Rose. And we appreciate you for joining us. Go Thank play. you, my brother. And it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God, we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Drake. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, we've been reporting on Drake's good deeds in Miami all throughout the past couple of weeks. Turns out he was doing a music video. Now, the beginning of the video for God's Plan says the budget for the video was 996000 All right. He said, we gave it all away. Don't tell the label. And from there on, you see snippets of him. I actually cried when I watched the video because you know I'm very sensitive. I ain't gonna lie. I cried a little bit too. I'm not gonna lie. I cried. I was like, what is wrong with me? I definitely tell a little bit. Y'all wish y'all was in the area to get some of that money? No, it's just really sweet. And I love the fact that it gave it all that away, man. People were so happy about it. I love 
seeing how excited that people were and how Absolutely. touched they were when he gave them money. I thought it was a beautiful thing to do. And I it, teared a little bit. Yeah, it was beautiful. Why so, y'all act like y'all ain't raised almost a million dollars for change for change, goddammit? I can still cry when I see Y'all ain't deeds. cry when we raised all that money. How you know I ain't cry? I did tear a little bit. I ain't going to lie to you. We, when once when, when they gave the last donation of $150,000, I, I teared Man, up a little bit. Shut I up. did. But I do feel like it was the feeling of actually seeing people receive like a wad of cash and how emotional they were. You know, And the situations. like And their stories. That was dope, man. Yeah. I teared. I thought, it, I teared. I thought listen, I'm not going to. It, it was just amazing. one tear, Just one tear. You can't hate on this in any way, shape, or fashion. Well, let me find. I can find a reason. But I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> let me find no. a reason. You can't. One thing, reason, I will say the one thing that bothers me about this is when oh, people God. do these good deeds and then you see people say things like, oh, that's just a tax write-off. First of all, it's not like he's going to get a million dollars back right. <laughs> if he writes this off on taxes. I don't think y'all understand how these tax write-off things work. Just because you write something off in taxes don't mean that you're getting that back at tax time. All right, well, Drake wrote on Instagram before dropping the video, the most important thing I have ever done in my career. He said, I am not into challenges on IG. I find them annoying, but today I'm going to challenge everyone to just go out and do something for someone, anything, the smallest thing just to bring another human being some joy. And please tag me in it somehow so I can see all the love being spread. You don't have to play the song in the background or have some hashtag. This isn't about streams and all the other tactics being used. Just go be kind in any way you can and let's all watch the world be nice to each other, even if it's 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, and let people give the way they want to give. Some people like to give anonymously. Some people like to give out in the open. It doesn't matter as long as you're giving. I feel weird when I do nice things and then I post about them. So I just don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think this was a good initiative to encourage other people to do something nice. So I understand the value in doing that, too. Right. No. A lot of people been doing that, though. I mean, yeah, they have. you got it's my man Raconia new. with the random acts of kindness. You see what fat boys out here doing. There's a lot of people out here giving. Yeah, a lot Trade of people. Trade the truth. I mean, listen, Trade the truth. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Rogers. A lot and of a lot of people should do that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's, not at all. A lot all. of people should do that. All right, now let's talk about Fox News host Laura Ingram. Now, she had something to say about this interview that uh, LeBron did alongside Kevin Durant on Rolling with the Champion with Carrie Champion. Here was the original interview. The number one job in America, the point of person, is someone who doesn't understand the people and really don't give a about the people. I feel like our team as a, as a country is not ran by a great coach. It's not even a surprise when he says something. It's not even a surprise. It's like laughable. It's like, it's that's laughable. Bad. It's laughable yeah. and but it's, it's scary. But it's also scary right, because right. I shouldn't be numb to your racist Right, right. I shouldn't yeah. be numb to your behavior. Well, Laura Ingram from Fox News took offense to this and had this to say about LeBron. Must they run their mouths like that? Look, there might be a cautionary lesson in LeBron for kids. This is what happens when you attempt to leave high school a year early to join the NBA. And it's always unwise to seek political advice from someone who gets paid $100 million a year to bounce a ball. Oh, and LeBron and Kevin, you're great players, but no one voted for you. Millions elected Trump to be their coach. So keep the political commentary to yourself, or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. Mm-mm-mm. Who is this someone? Ouch. She need to cite our sources. That's what I want to know. Who is the someone that said shut up and dribble? <laughs> All right, we're going to get to that. That's now, what I want to know. Who is the someone? You can't just say someone said shut up and dribble. Clearly, there was a lot of backlash after these comments that seemed quite racist. Well, here is what she had to say about the backlash that she received. Almost all the stories accuse me of dog whistle commentary, and many claim my line that LeBron should shut up and dribble was racist. Uh, what? Uh, I wrote a book 15 years ago called Shut Up and Sing, and I've been using variants of that title to call out political celebrities for 15 years 
without regard for skin color, where you came from, what you do. All right. Well, before mm-hmm. the All-Star mm-hmm. game, LeBron had on some sneakers. They said more than an athlete. Just so you know, and NBA Commissioner Adam Silver said, I'm incredibly proud of our players for using the platform they have as players in the NBA and on social media to speak out on issues that are important to them. LeBron responded with his own hashtag, hashtag we will not shut up and dribble. And here is what he had to say in response. I had no idea who she is or, or what she do until so she she won in that case because now I know who she is. We're, we're back to everything I've been talking about over the last few years. So it lets me know that everything I've been saying is, is correct. But uh, we will definitely not uh, shut up and dribble. I would definitely not do that. I mean too much to um, to society. I mean too much to the youth. I mean too much to the, to so many kids that feel like they don't have a um, they don't have a way out and they need someone to help lead them out of the situation they're in. Yeah, if you had a platform and you feel like being vocal, you have every right to be vocal. It doesn't matter if you play basketball, if you do radio, if you're a lawyer, a doctor. If you got a platform and people are listening, you have the right to speak out. Well done, LeBron. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. I do want to say, though, it's one thing that's pissing me off, though. What? All these non-ball players that be tweeting out, we will not shut up and dribble. Duh. You don't play basketball. They're trying to show support. (laughs) It's the point. Every hashtag ain't for you. They're trying to show support. They're supporting the NBA Every hashtag ain't for you. We will not shut up and dribble. You don't even play no goddamn basketball. We know you won't shut up and dribble. You don't play ball. Well, maybe they play in their backyard. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, who you giving your donkey to? Oh, I cannot let this pass. We was off yesterday, but I can't let this one go. We need Fergie to come to the front of the country. Oh, boy. We'd like to have a word with her. Oh, boy. Okay, she's still in the country. Because you know Fergie part Mexican. She might have got deported after what we saw this weekend. <laughs> Ruining them white people national anthem right like that. What's wrong oh with you, Fergie? Goodness. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed place. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, February 20th goes to Fergie. Now, I know this happened on Sunday, and we was off yesterday for President's Day, but I cannot let that distract me from the fact that Fergie hasn't gotten the credit she deserves for being stupid. Now, on Sunday, Fergie sang the national anthem before the start of the NBA All-Star Game. Let the record show, I absolutely love Fergie's album, The Duchess, all right? Fergalicious, glamorous London Bridge. To this day, I do cardio to those records. Okay, now I can't even, I can't ever remember a time, though, where Fergie was an incredible, amazing vocalist, though. And I truly believe that when you have these televised renditions of the national anthem, these organizations have to stop treating it like a popularity contest and treat it like a talent show. Just because the person is popular and famous doesn't mean they will be the most talented vocalist. And in those moments, you need talented vocalists, period. It's no dances behind the singer, no lasers, no pyrotechniques. It's just you, a microphone, and whatever vocal talent God gave you. Now, I don't know how much preparation you get when you are asked to sing the national anthem at these events, but clearly Fergie needed more time to prepare. No, she wasn't ready. No, she wasn't. Now, before I play this, keep in mind, it's a nationally televised rendition of the National Anthem <laughs> at the NBA All-Star Game and not a drunken rendition of the National Anthem at Trap Karaoke, okay? This is Fergie singing the National Anthem at the NBA All-Star Game on TV. People could see her.
Play it again. Who claps? Play it again. I don't know. Play it again. <laughs> That's the problem with America right there. They always want to give out participation trophies. Clapping when they... Man, I wish that was the Apollo. Oh, I wish that was the Apollo, man. Fergie is the first artist whose voice and brain took a knee during the national anthem. Now, the line she was trying to say but clearly forgot was, oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave? That's what she was trying to say. And maybe that's what she thought she said. But that's not what we heard. Now, Fergie is the host of a singing competition on Fox called The Four, and I need somebody to challenge Fergie for her seat immediately. And I know you're saying, well, Charlemagne, she's the host. She doesn't have a seat. Well, I'm here to tell you she needs one. Fergie needs to sit her ass all the way down and contemplate a Black Eyed Peas reunion immediately because whatever she's doing out here in these streets by herself isn't working. Now, she did issue an apology. She told TMZ, I've always been honored and proud to perform the national anthem, and last night I wanted to try something special for the NBA. I'm a risk taker artistically, but clearly this rendition didn't strike the intended tone. I love this country and honestly tried my best. Fergie, one of the four agreements is always do your best, but if that's your best, keep it. All right? If that's your best, I am here to tell you do better. Play this clip again. Play the goddamn clip again. Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner Fergie's voice sounds like he got hacked by the Russians. Okay, I grew up Jehovah's Witness, never pledged allegiance in my life due to religious reasons, and renditions of the national anthem like that will never make me change my mind. All right, it amazes me that taking a knee to protest racial injustice and police brutality in America is considered unpatriotic, but forgetting the words to the national anthem isn't. Now, Donald Trump tweeted, very sad that the FBI missed all the many signals that Fergie was... Uh, incapable of singing the national anthem live. This is not acceptable. The FBI is spending too much time trying to prove Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. There is no collusion. Tell Fergie, get back with the Black Eyed Peas and make us all proud. End quote. Play the clip again. Play the goddamn clip again. This is bad. can't tell me you didn't think she was about to have a stroke. That's exactly how you start talking before you have a stroke. Please don't inform Donald Trump that Fergie is Mexican because he may try to get her deported today. All right, all the Black Eyed Peas citizenship is under review now because of Fergie's trash rendition of the national anthem. Uh, please give Fergie Ferg the biggest hee-haw. I can see why she would try to remix it, though. The national anthem been trash. Ben Trash. Wasn't they trying to get Quavo to do the national anthem? I think that was I think a joke. Quavo wanted to do it, though. No. <laughs> remix God Sway actually did a real good job. Drop on a clues bomb for the remix God Sway. Play his rendition, goddammit. Play that. Oh. This go hard. Oh, oh, oh. 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 O
I'm going to cool bars. Good. That was hard, though. Somebody need to remix that trash-ass national anthem. My man. goodness. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes. Now, when we come back, 800-585-1051 on a serious note. What was worse? Fergie's national anthem rendition or Black China sex tape? All right, when we come back, 800-585-1051. Are we going to show it to you? Yeah, 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 sure. We going to show it to you. 800-585-1051. What was worse? Fergie's national anthem rendition or Black China sex tape? You know what? I hate this show, man. Pull pull up the sex tape. What do you want to see? You want to see the oral part or you want to see the sex tape? We're going to show you both. I don't want to see this. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. That was Chris Brown with Loyal Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. So we're asking, what was worse, Fergie's national anthem or Black China's sex tape? I didn't see Black China's sex tape. I actually think that that's just CoinTelPro and the CIA using Black China to distract us from Black Panther. So I'm going to say that Fergie's was worse because the world saw it. Hmm, what about you, Yee? What do you think? Uh, I am going to say, first of all, I sympathize with Black China because nobody wants to have a sex tape out there unauthorized like that. Correct. Um, But I am going to say probably it's a tough one. Damn, they were both that bad? I mean, the, yeah. reason, the reason it's so bad is because both of them had time to prepare. I'm sure that ain't the first time that Black China done sucked the and I know Whoa. that I know that uh, uh, Fergie had time to uh, prepare for the, prepare national, for the anthem. national anthem. There was so, a lot of mic struggle going on. That's involved. what I'm saying. A lot of mic when you got struggle. time to prepare for something, you should be damn good at it. I don't know why. I, just, plus, I, I just think, think Black China would be a pro. I think I think I thought she would be like you know like Fergie should be a pro. She been singing for twenty plus years. I guess you're right. What are you talking about? Yeah, plus, I, I think you. when you know that camera's rolling for both of them, man, you got to really perform. Yeah, they both didn't perform well. I, I think it's a toss up. They were both pretty bad. What was so bad? I would say this. I would say this. What? Fergie gave a lot of effort, so I'm gonna have to say it was Black China. Black China to get, but but Black China did have the scrotum on her nose, which is which which was you know. Is that the reason Black China was bad? Because it was a lack of effort. It was lack of effort. We don't know how his penis smelled though. You you're right. Yeah, you're right. It could have been the smell, and she probably didn't want to embarrass him. You know what I'm saying? You're right. They both choked. This guy right here is crazy. You know Jesus what? Our cameraman is just, you know. He just raised his hand. He just he raised his hand. He a terrible joke. joke. He's just white for no reason. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jerome from Savannah. Hey, Jerome. What was worse, Fergie's national anthem or Black China sex tape? Oh, my goodness. Fergie has to go somewhere. Like, like yeah. I would watch Black China sex tape anywhere. But the real question <laughs> is, what was worse, Roseanne's rendition in 1990 or Fergie? Because those wow. two Wow, that is a good one, bro. I remember Roseanne. Roseanne was pretty bad, that. too. I remember Roseanne. Like, this was horrible. It was at a baseball game. I do remember that because she grabbed her crotch and then spit at the no. end of it. You remember wow. Carl Lewis? I do remember Carl, Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis was bad. Carl Lewis isn't bad. Now, I bet you one thing. What? Carl Lewis can give way better than Black China. You know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> I bet you that much. You know God what? Damn it. Hello. Who's <laughs> <laughs> this? This is Nathan out of Orlando. What's up, DJ Andrew? Charlotte, Mr. God, and Angela Yee. What's up, man? What was worse? Fergie's National Anthem or Black China sex tape? Man, Fergie singing was worse, man. Did you see the Black China sex tape? No, I didn't see that. So then how do you know? Goodbye, man. I ain't see it either, so I don't have a dog in this fight. Hello, who's this? Shanika. Hey, Shanika, what was worse? Fergie's National Anthem or Black China sex tape? Black China sex tape. Why? I mean, everybody messes up the National Anthem. She got all that ass. She can't with that. It's horrible. All right, no cursing. Thank oh, you, no, she, So she I'm was sorry. having sex on the sex tape? Well, there's two. It's there's a one sex 
tape. One she's giving oral, and the other one she's <laughs> having sex. She don't. By the way, you don't got to throw that ass back when it's fat. Yeah, you I see? think maybe she just felt like you know, it's just I'm here. But she, yeah. like she has I'm socks here. on. See, when you when you got all that ass as a man, all I'm gonna do is grab that ass and then lift it up, and then I'm gonna spread them cheeks. I do <laughs> think it's important to take wait, your socks off during if, sex. If you got all that ass as a man, you know what I said. If you got all that ass as a man, I'm just gonna put my hands back there, lift the cheeks up, and spread them. Still sounds weird. I didn't hear the pause. It still sounds like he said, if you have oh, all that sure. ass as a man, all I'm, I'm trying to say is slim girls up. throw that ass back way better than y'all thick girls. Is that okay? what he said or Y'all not? thick girls okay. be having the doo-doo curdles back there, you know what I'm saying? The what? Little mushy odor. <laughs> okay. Who are you dealing with? You know what? 800-585-1051. What was worse? Fergie's national anthem or Black China sex tape? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. If you just joined us, we're talking. What was worse? Fergie's national anthem or Black China sex tape? Let's play a clip of Fergie's national anthem right fast. <laughs> So what was worse? What do you guys think? I didn't see Black China sex tape because, like I told y'all before, I just feel like that's the CIA and CoinTelPro trying to distract uh, us from watching Black Panther by using Black China. So I'm just gonna have to ride with Fergie on this one because I don't see what could have been so bad about Black China sex tape. Like, what do y'all want? She's not I, a porn star. I expected more. Like, I don't know what why. though. I, don't like, know. I think was... even from a regular person, we have expectations of what goes on in the bedroom. I don't have expectations of what nobody's doing in the bedroom because I ain't supposed to be in nobody's bedroom. I, I, you know, <laughs> we've all made sex tapes a pair. We all taped ourselves. Ooh. I haven't. Oh. I haven't made a sex tape. What are you, with you talking about? Well, me and my wife make sex tape. Okay. I go in because I know I'm on camera. Right. I think when you're on camera, you go in. Man, you I go would in. pray. I swear to God, I will pray. I'll pay top dollar to see a sex tape of gear putting a nine and a half inch dildo. You know what? That's that all exist. I need. I'll retire from radio after that. that I, after that show, that, I'll bow out grace. It'll that, be the greatest show ever, and I'll retire. That doesn't exist. <laughs> Hello, who's this? <laughs> What's up, MV? Trav, somebody called you out this morning, Trav. Did you hear him? Somebody called me out. No, I didn't. I didn't hear him. He was so mad that you mentioned your relationship and Beyonce's relationship in the same Oh, he sentence. went in on you, Trav. I'm so not going to lie. Morning. Well, let's stay on topic. Trav, the question is, who gives better <laughs> You, Carl Lewis, or Black China? Stop it. <laughs> the question is... What was worse, Fergie's national anthem or Black China's sex tape? Um, Black China's sex tape definitely is the worst. I can't believe. I was so disappointed in her. I'm like really about to DM her and ask her if she needs some tips and tricks because mm-hmm. she supposed to be my spirit animal in the bedroom and that job was not. She wasted all that meat for no reason. Whoa! You had a lot of meat, Trav. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Did you? Was that attractive? I look. Yeah. You Whoa, know what? Trav. That looked like a lot of work. Maybe that was the problem. It's called a job I mean, for a reason. Well, Trav. When you black, when you black China, it can't be no problem. Who said that? Who told y'all that black China was some type of sex goddess? Oh, I mean, you, I don't know. I just expected her game to be a lot better. I said I'm, the I'm same. just disappointed. I said the same, Trav. But thank you for calling, Trav. All right, bye. Bye, Trav. Trav said, all that meat, you don't know what to do with it. Okay. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, this is Matthias from Columbus, Ohio. What's up, bro? What's worse, Fergie's national anthem or Black China sex tape? Man, listen, it was definitely Fergie's national anthem, fam. Like, the NBA All-Star game ain't nothing but a whole bunch of black folk live reacting. You know we can't hide our emotions out here, man. They were laughing. They were, la- they were laughing at a dying laugh. I said, <laughs> man, yeah, I feel bad for and Fergie. And F all those people in the stands who was clapping anyway. That girl is not a little, you know, mentally challenged boy who y'all got to cheer on, okay? That Maybe girl some was, people liked it. Nah, man, I don't like that. Like, that some she was white. I thought she did a good job. Nope. 
All right. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is when the mic is in your face and the cameras are rolling, don't choke, okay? Rise to the challenge. All right? <laughs> That's the moral of the goddamn My story. My goodness. All right. You, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to be talking about Oprah versus Donald Trump. Find out why he's mad at Oprah, who he considered a friend at one point. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Clue. You got to be a real trash human being to say you don't like that record. That's like when somebody walks up to you with a Jesus pamphlet in the street and they hand it to you. You got to take it. You want to throw it away, but you you're can't. like, man, I can't do Jesus. Nope. Right? <laughs> I can't do Jesus like that. <laughs> I can't do Jesus like this, man. My goodness. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Oprah. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Well, Donald Trump is not very happy about an interview, a special that Oprah did on 60 Minutes. Now, in this special, she had a discussion with 14 voters. They had half of them had voted for Trump and half of them had not. And they had appeared on the show in the fall of 2017. Now, this discussion looked at whether the pro-Trump people still backed him and the comments that he's made. And basically, here are some of the questions that Oprah asked. Who here believes that he made the comment about, quote, whole countries? Absolutely. So polls are showing that respect for the United States is eroding around the world. Do you care what the world thinks of the United States? There have been some members of Congress, uh, including Republicans, questioning his stability and fitness for office. What do you think of that? And do you believe he has the temperament to be president? All right, well, Donald Trump, I guess, got in his feelings. He tweeted out, just watched a very insecure Oprah Winfrey, who at one point I knew very well, interview a panel of people on 60 Minutes. The questions were biased and slanted, the facts incorrect. Hope Oprah runs so she can be exposed and defeated, just like all of the others. Boo, nobody cares. Stop trying to deflect from whatever you're trying to deflect from and focus on repairing your relationship with Wakanda. Why is he worried about this? She did a 60-minute special. How are these questions biased? She asked the real questions. They answered what they thought. He's a jerk. Calm it down. All right, now let's talk about Lionel Richie. He did an interview with People Magazine, and he talked about his daughter, Sophia Richie, who is dating Scott Disick, Kourtney Kardashian's 34-year-old ex. His daughter is 19 years old. Now, when they asked about him, he said, she's 19. When you're 19, you know everything. Is it going to be for life? I don't know. But for right now, it's just a phase, and I'm going to stand real still in the corner, get me a good drink, and not make too much noise. He said, now I know what my parents meant when I came through the door with my afro and my girlfriend and said, Dad, I'm in love. And he looked at me and said, okay, we're going to leave you alone for a minute and you'll figure it out. He said, my daughter is getting me back for my afro days. No, no, B. No, no. We got to yeah, shut this down. but it's a big difference between bringing <laughs> Lionel Richie home and bringing Scott Disick home. No, your daughter's okay. 19, this guy's 34. No. Yeah, <laughs> but if you still with Lionel Richie, you can understand a little bit more because you like his music. Scott Disick, you just think he's a dirtbag creep. Nah. Okay. Like, nah, I, nah, I'm not sitting in nobody's corner. How about you sitting in the corner and you're never going on a date again? You're never leaving this house until you're 25. You say that until Lionel Richie turned that jam on and the whole house started dancing, including I mean, what can you do when your 19-year-old daughter is making these decisions? She, she's yeah, older you, you, than she's eight, grown. 18 is legal. Eight, she's, she's old enough to make her own decisions no, at that not, point. And sometimes the daughter. more you try to tell somebody not to do something, especially as a kid, the more they're going to want to do it. Like, yeah. well, well, y'all don't understand. You don't have a, you don't have, you can't speak. Like, my dad wouldn't, like, no, you're not speaking. I don't care. She'll get over it. It's just a phase anyway, man. But guys, how old is Scott Disick? 34. 34. After 35, you start to get a little smell that 19-year-olds can't deal with, man. It's that old man smell. She, I mean, she, Abby, she, when you went away to college, your parents couldn't still tell you what to do. Why not? 
Because you were in college. You weren't even home. They paid for my. They paid for some of my college. They wouldn't even know what you were doing. They knew. It's a different day and age with social media. There's pictures everywhere. Nah, you know. be. Nope. So happy my daughter. So happy my daughter's at nine and two. And I don't got to worry about that for at least <laughs> yes. another decade. Yeah. All right. Kobe Bryant and Shaq had a 10-minute sit-down. And this was for All-Star Weekend. And the two of them talked about a lot of different things with each other. Kobe talked about his first fight with Shaq. Check it out. Playing a pickup game. We're on opposite teams. Right. And you kept saying, yeah, take that little Take that little I'm like, I'm looking around. Oh, f***ing me. Yes. <laughs> right? And yeah. I said, well, hold on. Ain't going to be too many more of those little, you know. Yeah, I remember that. And what you say? Well, what you going to do about it? Uh-huh. Well, what you going to do about it? The next thing I knew, I saw a big hand coming this way. And I remember going this way. <laughs> and I remember throwing some lollipop Golden Polynesian came and caught. <laughs> and then they all just kind of broke us apart, broke yeah. us up. I'm looking at this and I'm saying, man, he wants this thing. It affects him. And then from that moment on, I knew we spoke the same language. All right. And then Shaq, of course, talked about a lot of different things, too, like his rap where he dissed Kobe. And another thing they talked about was Kobe planning to join the Bulls if he could. Check it out. Right. We're actually looking for homes in Chicago, researching schools, um, places to live. So that was true. You were going to go to the Bulls. Yeah. There was a story in ESPN. I think it was ESPN magazine. And they asked you a question about me and Penny. And you said that we're essentially the same. And I looked at that and I said, uh, no. <laughs> y'all are not the same. Penny. You know why y'all not the uh-huh. same? Because you ain't never had a sneaker that look as good as Penny Hardaway. Drop one of the clues bombs for Anthony Hardaway, okay? Kobe Bryant's shoes have historically been trash. That's why y'all not the same. Penny Hardaway sneaker trumps yours. All right, well, that, if you have a chance rings, to check you know? it out, you <laughs> definitely should. Very interesting sit down. All right, 2 Chains has announced a new album, Rap or Go to the League. <laughs> now, he announced that over the weekend. And he announced it on a giant blimp, which was painted with the album title as well. He said, with the height of racial tensions in America, felt I should do my part in explaining some of the brainwashing formulas used in my community. This next album not only touches on those who did succeed through entertainment, but those who didn't. Welcome to rap or go to the league. So we getting us a socially conscious two chains? Sounds like it. Seems like it. I'm not mad about that. I love his EP to play. Don't care who, uh, who makes it. All right. I'm never mad at new Two Chains music. I love Two Chains. Two Chains put out a lot of hits. Tall rappers is kind of winning right now. Two Chains, mm-hmm. Nipsey Hustle. It was a time when Drake. Tall. Is Drake Tra- tall? Drake ain't that nah, tall. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> All right. And Kanye performed during NBA All Star Weekend. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see that, but he performed with Kid Cudi Saturday night and it was at an Adidas event in downtown LA. I know we haven't been seeing him doing much performing at all lately so it's his first live performance in almost a year and he's working on a new album as you guys know he's been on a retreat several times in wyoming to write so there you have he it. got that weight off of him too man he was out here looking like rob kardashian he got a little point. weight off him he's still looking like a taurus a little bit with it all he, a he needs is a fan, he slimmed yeah. down a lot though a fanny pack and high socks and shorts you, 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 you can tell he got back in the gym he started sweating a little bit he he, he burning off that weight man mm-hmm. all right well i'm angela yee and that is your rumor reports all right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, um, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. So let us know what you want to hear at DJ Envy. Now, today is Riri's birthday. Rihanna turns 30 today. Woo! Wow. Happy birthday, Riri. 30 today. I'm going to close bombs for Riri. I know her party going to be lit. Wow, Rihanna only 30. 30 years old today. So let me know your favorite Riri joint. You saw Chris Brown posted a happy birthday to her? I seen that. Mm-hmm. A little young picture. She, had, well, she yeah. was like a little baby, yeah, right? It's okay. not a day goes by Chris Brown don't think about Rihanna's poom poom. It's not a day. It's not a woman he be in where he don't flash back to Rihanna. 
Why you got that face like when you say Why you got that face like you thinking about it? That's his go-to masturbation material in his mind. You know how you got that one mental picture? I'm telling you, when you saw Rihanna sitting there thick in that red dress, he, ooh, it's not a day goes you know by. What? Chris Brown don't think about Rihanna. It's a weird accent. Get yeah. your request in right now. 800-585-1051. Let me know your favorite re-re joint. It's you the Breakfast Club. It smells. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.